0: The big question going into these playoffs, especially for the Phoenix Suns, was their experience. Now they are in the finals, they are up 2 to nothing. spoiler alert, we'll get to that in a second, and Game 3 is tonight in just a couple of hours, uh, 7 o'clock uh, Central Time. And uh, then game uh, four will be back to the 8 o'clock Central Time a little bit later. Um, But uh, it comes down to it that neither of these two teams, both the Suns and the Bucks, have had much finals experience, some playoff experience uh, for some of them but no finals experience, and that's what, in my opinion, makes this one special. In fact, um, courtesy of ESPN Stats and Info, uh, entering the uh, Suns-Bucks finals, only one player has uh, experience in the championship round, and that is Jay Crowder with six games last year with the Heat. Uh, that is the third lowest amount of combined experience entering a NBA's finals, NBA finals of all time. Um, there's two team or, two, or four teams um, tied with zero experience going into the finals. 1977, the Sixers and Trailblazers. Um, 1947, the Stags and the Warriors. That was uh, before the merger. Um, and then this year, Sons and Bucks, six uh, games of experience That's Jay Crowder. 1971, the Bucks and the Bullets, uh, they had a, a combined seven uh, games of experience um, also uh, before the, uh, the merger. Um, so very, very interesting. Uh, and then that's kind of been the the thing going into it, um, and uh, I I don't know you know you know sometimes you want to have that experience but I just don't know if it really matters. I uh, just kind of being honest, and that's kind of been proven, uh, especially for the uh, the Suns. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I thought that was that that was uh, interesting when I saw that, so wanted to. Uh, wanted to read it um, here's another that kind of ties into that um, the 2021 finals will be the first finals matchup between leading scorers Giannis Atenukumbo, uh and Devin Booker playing on their first NBA team uh, since 2010 when Kobe Bryant and Paul Pierce led their teams uh, so, also some, some legends um, in, in that mixed uh, company there. Uh, let's see, there was a couple other things that I wanted to read before I kind of get into some, some of my uh, game statistics from games one and two. Um, Chris Paul and Devin Booker were both all-stars this season. They are the th- uh, third different all-star starting backcourt to make the finals in the last 35 years, joining Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, uh, Isaiah Thomas, and uh, Joe Doomers, um, which was the 1990 Pistons, um, and that year they they repeated um, finals as a bad boys Pistons back then. Um, the Bucks versus the Suns finals, is the first NBA Finals to uh, feature zero players with the championship uh, since 1977 between the Trail uh, uh, Blazers and the 76ers. The only player on either team with finals experience is Jay Crowder, who played six games last year with, with the Heat. Um, that was just kind of a uh, reiteration um, from that one, just kind of if, if you didn't understand, you know, the first one there was that they made a... Uh, another one that uh, I that caught my eye. Um, um, let's see. According to uh, Alasis, Alice, I can't pronounce this name. Uh, sports. Um, Giannis will be the fifth player to average forty points versus single opponent in uh, in a season, and then meet them meet that team in the finals he joins Kevin Durant in 19 uh, or 19 and twenty eighteen and 19 LeBron James uh 14 and 15 um Shaquille O'Neal 2001 and uh let's see let's see 2001 excuse me uh and Michael Jordan 1992 and 93 um and Giannis both games did have a good game in the regular season, um, and then I mentioned it, if you heard me talking about it, uh, a couple episodes back with, um, Heath, who I, I failed to mention, and if it's not all, already obvious, was not able to, um, join me today, um, still, uh, a lot of, uh, things going on with the brand new baby um as I spoke to him the other day um we were going to record and uh you know he he had a busy busy day a lot of people come in some friends and family coming to see their new son um and uh I'll allow him if he's able to to kind of fill in the particulars um if he feels like it uh um name and measurements I don't feel like that's My place to do so, and if he doesn't want the world to know, well, then um, I'm guessing if you're not a friend, you won't know. But anyway, um, I'll respect him on that. But uh, he's unable to join, so looking forward to his uh, energy. As I said last time, he brings the juice, brings the energy, in my opinion. And it's a lot better with a second person. Something I've been looking for for a while... And I don't know if anybody else has been able to tell, but it, it has been special. Um, so, uh, Heath, will be glad to have you back um, sooner than later, hopefully, if you can, buddy. Uh, enjoy your brand-new son. Uh, Chris Paul is the third player at age 36 or older to score 30 points um, in an NBA Finals game. This is in Game 1. He joined uh, Kareem. Adil Jabbar who's done it six times and uh, Tim Duncan who's done it once so that was that was after game game one so we're getting to some game one stuff Um, I'll go ahead and uh, uh, stop after I read some game one stuff and then kind of go into my game one uh, analysis and then go back into this Um, Chris Paul is the first player with 30 points and 8 assists in a finals debut since Michael Jordan, who did it in 1991. Um, DeAndre Aiden has his fourth game with 20 points on 80% shooting in the playoffs. Uh, That is the most in a single postseason in the Shot Clock era. Um, DeAndre Aiden... uh, Let's see. um, This, again, this is after... Game one. Tonight was Down Drayton's sixth career, 15 uh, rebound, uh, 15 rebound double double in the playoffs. He's tied for the fourth most by player um, in his first postseason in NBA history. Only Will Chamberlain, who's done it nine times, Bill Walton also nine times, and uh, Bill Russell eight times have more. That's a good, good, uh, good group of people there (laughs) all big men Um, so that's a good company Chris Paul has uh, 70 hold on I'll get into that Um, hold on yeah I'll stop there I'll stop there Um, so scratch that I'll stop right there um like I said, it, it just, you know, kind of a couple things that I seen on my phone and, and just trying to get it going, but um, yeah, that's uh, that was some uh, game one uh, stats, uh, courtesy of ESPN stats and info. Um, game one. Was won by the Suns, 118-105. to Uh, Chris Middleton uh, led his team in points. uh, 29 points, 12 of 26 from the field. Um, He did not make it to the line. Chris Paul, 32 points, 12 of 19 from the field. Um... And a perfect at the line four four. Uh, Giannis seventeen rebounds, fifteen uh, defensive boards, two offensive boards. Um, DeAndre nineteen rebounds, uh, seventeen defensive, two offensive. Um, Drew Holiday nine assists, three turnovers, forty minutes. Chris Paul nine assists, two turnovers in thirty-seven minutes. Um, Giannis was started the. The day off as doubtful then was upgraded to um, questionable and it was my guess I didn't read the read the article when it came out that it was going to be a game-time decision and ended up he ended up playing I uh, looked good I, I mean I I thought that uh, he, he looked pretty good I don't know what his percent was as far as how you know his his health um, but he looked pretty good Keith um, and I were talking about it and you know we just both said look pretty good I've mentioned that uh, if I'm Phoenix I, I I'd go at him you know if they can get him on an ISO make him you know put them on skates make make him make them go uh, vertically test that knee and and and, and uh, laterally as well um, and so just uh, you know didn't uh didn't show any any signs of, of weakness um so hat, hats off to him he's a, he's a gamer that's for sure um for the Suns, the starters were jake crowder mckell bridges deandre Ayton, chris paul Devin booker uh crowder um 33 minutes um just a really rough game but he followed it up in game two with a great game and i'll get to in a little while uh 33 minutes uh <laughs> O of eight from the field, and uh, five of those were from deep. Uh, he did have nine rebounds, um, but he only scored uh, one point, and it was on a uh, uh, free throw attempt. And he made he made one and, and uh, um, missed one, if I remember correctly. That's the only thing the way he could get one point. Mikel um, Bridges, thirty points or thirty minutes, five. Of uh, 13, 2 of 4 from deep, 1 rebound, 1 assist, 14 points. Um, Ayton with his uh, 39 minutes, 8 of 10 from the field, 19 rebounds, um, and 22 points. Chris Paul, 37 minutes, 12 of 19, 4 of 7 from deep, 4 rebounds, 9 assists, 32 points. Um, Booker with 42 minutes, 8 of 21, um, 1 of 8. Uh, from deep he also struggled in game one but uh, spoiler alert did it a lot better in game two um, two rebounds and uh, six assists 27 points um, uh, campaign and uh, Cam Johnson uh, both had great games off of the uh, bench 10 points apiece 21 point uh, 21 minutes for Cam Johnson uh, 17 minutes for campaign um, they they tore it up Um, starters for the Bucks, P.J. Tucker uh, Giannis Chris Middleton uh, Lopez, Drew Holiday Tucker, 33 minutes 7 points, Giannis 35 minutes, 20 points Uh, Middleton, 45 minutes um, 29 points Lopez, 23 minutes 17 points um, and Holiday, uh, 40 minutes, 10 points. Um, nothing too crazy from the bench. All, uh, a couple guys in single digits. Um, both uh, teams had all but one player in their starting um, lineup with um, double digits. Um, and uh, both, interestingly, from the power forward position, Uh, with Jay Crowder only one point and uh, P.J. Tucker uh, seven points. The Bucks they were 40 of 88. That's 45.5%. 16 of 36 from deep, 44.4%. At the line, 9 of 16. That's 56.3%. Suns, 41 of 88, 46.6%. Uh, 11 of 34, 32.4% um, at the, from deep, um, 25 of 26, 96.2%. Um, Bucks out-rebounded the Suns, 47 to 43. Nine offensive boards, 38 defensive boards. The Suns, six offensive boards, and 37 defensive boards. Uh, had more assists uh, than the Suns, 21 to 18. Um, Suns had... More steals, nine to four, and more blocks for the Bucks, two to one. Um, less turnovers for the Suns with nine. Uh, Bucks had fourteen, uh, only surrendering uh, ten points, um, and the Bucks sixteen points. Fast break points, uh, seventeen. Uh, Suns had twenty. Um, points in the paint for the Bucks, forty-two. Uh, Suns with forty-four. Fouls, uh, eighteen. And uh, the Suns held fewer fouls this time uh, with 14. Um, One flagrant for the uh, um, Bucks, And their largest lead was uh, 3 at the beginning of the game. um, And largest lead for the uh, Suns was 20. Um, Notice that the Suns got to the line um, early and often. I read the, you know, the how their free throw is 25 or 26 uh bucks didn't get to the line um very uh very much um it was much different and uh and a little bit more even in game two uh also another spoiler alert um but uh i remember Heath uh, shoot me a text and he said uh he said "The, the the whistle has been more favored to one team and i said yeah i know um that's kind of kind of surprising, uh, and, and you you know, it, it seems to go <laughs> as most games it, it kind of uh, has gone against the Suns, but it was kind of a little bit more for the Suns. Nothing too crazy, questionable um, per se, but uh, it, it was it was it was different. Um, and but the Suns they capitalized, um, and that that's what I can say. Um, about uh, about them on that. Um, game two will roll right on. Um, it, and here is actually before I go into that because um, I wanted to to play something. Um, I, I have a, a clip that I wanted to play, and and it was from Doug and Wolf. Actually, the other day, um, it was after game two that, that I, you know, that, that the listener's only meeting that I made it on for, um, but my point was for game one, so, I uh, just wanted to, uh, play it, so bear with me as I get it, uh, get it synced up, um, just so it's a couple minutes, uh, minutes long, so. Hopefully, I can uh, get it going. But here it is. David, how you doing?
1: I'm doing wonderful, gentlemen. Hey, uh, let's go back to uh, game one, if we will. And uh, and for me, it was the uh, post game press conference, and more specifically, a question that was asked. And I don't know if you guys have a cut, but you can most certainly play it. But uh, it was asked to Monty Williams about, you know, how does he know, you know what he and Chris are are thinking and he's like, well, we just have a look. You know, we have a a squint, you know, whatnot. And the thing I thought about from that, listening to that, is I just immediately thought about something Max can attest to is the relationship between the head coach and quarterback.
0: Oh, man. What happened? Hold on. I'll try to get it going again. Wait a a second.
1: Dude, when you really look at it, And uh, if uh, anybody else in the league really has the head coach and quarterback or quarterback and wide receiver or even the offensive line, you know, you just kind of read each other. And I don't know if uh, anybody else in the league really has that strong of a connection as – Chris Paul and Monty Williams does. I mean, I'm sure they, they like to think they do, but I don't know if they really do. When you really look at it, and uh, I, you know, that's my big, big take. if you have something to say about that, I'm sure you probably do. Between your guys, and when you were doing it. You know that that would be kind of cool. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, David, appreciate the call, Max. I mean, that's that's about as close as you're going to get to the
2: quarterback-coach relationship in basketball, right? When you have your point guard and your floor general with uh, with Chris Paul, Monty Williams, clearly in step since day one, really this season. Yeah, I, 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 um, I think that was a perfect point. Um, it, it, it is something that's special. I mean, you know, it's Belichick, Brady, right? Um, it, it's it's. Tomlin with Roethlisberger it's, it's Drew Brees and Coach Payton right? Sean McVay to a lesser extent with Jared Goff when Jared Goff was there we'll see what happens with Matt Stafford but when you get those combinations it is powerful because not only is what's being discussed on the sidelines and in the practice facility and in the meeting rooms being echoed on the field by the liaison vis a the player um, that's, doing, that's leading that responsibility, but he's also putting it into action. So you're getting that constant reinforcement and that constant encouragement, but also that constant philosophy and culture drilled in to where it's throughout and not just on the superficial level. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. It, it is exactly that great comparison, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's the difference. When you look at championship-caliber teams, that must be rock solid. Look at Ba and Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, right? That that he has utter utter trust in him, and Tom Tom has that trust in Ba, uh, <laughs> and I think that's what makes it <laughs> really special. Sorry about that. Hey there, We lost yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I coughed for a second, and then it was just a little bit a little bit worse. Uh, but um, but no, no, no. That that's exactly the. Point. You have to have that. Every winning team has to have that, and and you see that more often than not. Um, even look at, look at, I mean, Kerr and Steph Curry, their relationship, right, when they were on their championship runs, uh, you have that. That must be consistent. I feel like that's one of those important ingredients that we kind of overlook, um, but you have to be able to carry out from the sideline to the court and whoever that messenger is must be the loudest voice, and more often than not, you prefer it come from your from your point guard, instead of just a star player that plays another position. The guy who handles the ball and distributes it should be the one that's in charge. Yeah, I mean, a lot of teams have a plan, but with those two, the Suns are able to consistently stick to that plan, even when things start to go sideways in the middle of a game. Um,
0: that was the uh, voices of um, um, Luke, uh, Luke Lipinski and two-time Super Bowl-winning offensive lineman for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, um, you know, kind of, uh, kind of enjoying the show, kind of not. Uh, <laughs> um, Max starts. Um, he's uh, he was also a ball boy for a short time uh, for um, the Orlando uh, Magic. Uh, so he, he did play in in uh, in, in uh, high school. Um, some basketball and, and a li- I think a little bit in, in college. Luke Lipinski, I don't know what he what he's done. I don't, I don't know if he was a high school Harry like like a lot of us. But uh, nonetheless, that, that that's uh, those are the voices. So they have a lot of a lot of credence. And that was the thing I thought of. And I can't remember who asked the question. They did not play the cut. Uh, otherwise, I would have recorded it. But uh, I think it was Rachel Nichols of ESPN. And that she had asked, uh, um, you know, what, what, you know, how do you know when to call a play, or how do you know when to trust um, Chris Paul to call a play, or, or how, you know, feeling out the game, call timeouts, and, and you know, he said that Chris Paul has like a, a squint that he kind of does when when he's you know just maybe needed some some extra guidance, or extra help, or or even you know, Monty Williams said that there's a squint that he has, and you know, they just kind of feed off of each other. And like I said in, in that cut, um, in what happened earlier, my phone, someone was calling me and uh, I had to tell them that I was, um, that I'm recording. But, uh, um, uh, but anyway, um, hopefully it was understandable what kind of what was going on there, but uh, that was that was kind of my takeaway after Game Two. Again, like I said, uh, I was on the on their show um, in the listeners-only meeting um, from after Game after Game Two. But that was my takeaway from for Game One. Uh, excuse me if I got those mixed up. Um, but uh, some some good comparisons there, um, and that that's kind of how I how I felt. Um, and, and you know, I really do feel like that if there's no other. Uh, no other teams that that have that, um, and and if that if I'm right, um, the Bucks are in trouble, and and so are other teams. Uh, as long as the Suns, you know, stay healthy like they have been, and that's been a key, big key. Let's not lie here uh, to their success and their depth. A lot of teams have been too top heavy, uh, too 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 many stars um, that that went out, and, uh, um, I've seen a meme the other day, and it must have been made from either a, uh, Nets or a Lakers fan, but it was a picture of the poster for, uh, Kong versus, uh, what was it, King Kong versus, uh, um, gosh, if you guys are listening, you're probably screaming it, uh, through your phone, um, gosh, why am I having a brain fart at this, uh. Um, Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong, and it was like, Godzilla was, is the Lakers, and it, it, you know, and the Nets were, were King Kong, and it said, it was a meme that said, um, the finals that everybody wanted, and then, you know, below it was, it was cut in half, Uh, the finals that we got, and it was like, I don't remember. It was two cartoon characters, like a kid's cartoon. I'm not sure who it was. And I, I commented on it, and I, I said, this must have been made by um, by either a Lakers or Nets fan. Um, and, and that might have been, you know. I, I don't know what the ratings are. Uh, I think they're up, from obviously, from the bubble, but I don't know what they are up, you know. Um, my general consensus is that a lot of people want the Suns uh, to win that has a lot to do with Chris Paul um, and you know obviously being two teams that are not big markets and, and that's the reason you know obviously it might have been made you know I don't know if it was made by you know one of those two uh, a fan from one of those two teams but it's it's all about the money in the in the big market and that that's why you know this this finals is getting so much backlash and and you know um, you know uh sucks to be them uh that's the my lighter way of saying it um you know um i no 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 language you know so don't think that that word sucks would be a different uh word there um but uh just uh anyway it just that's just the truth of it you know and i understand it but oh well know i mean uh I'm not going to apologize for it. The Suns, the Bucks, those members of those, the, that that team from top to bottom, they're not going to apologize for it. Um, but, it, it, you know, it's media-driven, and, and they always want, you know, big market. And, and that's why one of the big rumors right now is, you know, Chris Paul potentially going to play for the Lakers or going to play for the Knicks. I don't see either of those happening. Um, Lakers is a little bit more likely, but I don't know – if, you know, though LeBron is his uh, good friends and they're both good friends, I think, and I said this, you know, with um, with Heath the other day, is I just think that um, this is where Chris Paul wants to be. You know, I, I feel like he's been looking for it since the beginning of his career. Uh, he's someone that works hard, gets on a lot of uh, – Players' nerves because how hard he works, and not it seems like that no one else wants to work as hard he, as he is. Um, he's the leader on this team. Uh, this team looks to him, um, and they want to work it just as hard as he does, and that's the reason for for their success. Um, and uh, that that's just kind of how it is. And, you know, I felt like you know he I felt like he knew that he w- he would find it eventually. Um, he didn't know when and he didn't know what team, but, you know, it just happens to be with Phoenix. His family lives in L.A., um, so that's why, you know, it's it's not impossible to think that he would possibly go to L.A. and play with LeBron, being his friend, but I just don't see him playing with the Knicks. Uh, that's even further. You know, that that would be – well, first off, that's uh, – he first time he'd be in the Eastern Conference he'd been in the Western Conference all his life and I don't know if that's what he wants to do but that would be even further than he's ever been um, almost combined I mean I'm being facetious here but almost combined from anywhere he's ever been uh, to to his to his family um, ever since they started living in um, LA so I just don't see that happening but because the big market thing is why we're seeing those rumors. I honestly believe that. Um, but anyway, that was kind of my uh, big uh, big takeaway as far as uh, you know, game one and that, that press conference that was uh, held um, and uh, I honestly uh, believe that, that that is. And, and Max Starks He didn't say it, but he's not comparing the Suns to the caliber as far as championships and whatnot because they haven't won any, obviously. But as Bruce Bruce Arians and and Tom Brady are – well, now I mean, they only have one together. But as Belichick and Brady and and, and those others that he mentioned, he's not saying that they're going to be that great, but it's um, that – you know that that communication is as great as them that that's kind of what we're going out there and just in case don't want anybody um, you know biting the heads off but uh, game two um, some stat ESPN stats and info Chris Paul has 73 points in uh, his uh, last two games Um, that is tied for uh, his most over a two-game span in his career um, re- in regular season is uh, regular season and, and playoffs. Um, so he's he's really killing it. Um, Chris Paul scored or assisted on fifty-four uh, points uh, Tuesday night, um, according to um, Elias. I think it's Elias Sports. Uh, that is the third most in Finals debut of all time, behind only. Allen Iverson, um, uh, he did 61 points um, in 2001, and Michael Jordan, who was 60 points in 1991. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is the fourth player in in, in NBA Finals history with 20 points, 15 rebounds on 80% shooting. Um, The others were Wilt Chamberlain in 1972, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1971, and Bill Russell in 1965. Um, Aiden and, uh, um, Abdul-Jabbar did it in their finals debuts. Um, so that was a stat that I kind of read earlier, but just they kind of, uh, kind of expounded on it. Um, so great, great company again. Um, just the legendary performances of, uh, DeAndre in this playoffs is, is, is crazy. Um, and that kind of, um... Speaks to um you know what a couple of different notes that that uh heath told me to pass along since he couldn't make it but i'll get to him in a second um Giannis is shooting 19.3 percent um that's 11 of 57 from uh three in the playoffs he is currently one of four players to shoot worse than 20 percent from three in a single postseason um and that's a minimum of uh, fifty-five three-point uh, field goal attempts, um, so that's that's pretty bad. Um, Devin Booker has scored four hundred fifty-nine points in his uh, inaugural uh, postseason, uh, fourth most in NBA history. Um, Rick Barry is uh, um, is tops in nineteen sixty-seven, um, five hundred in 21 um, his his team lost in the finals Um, Julius Irving in uh, 1977 518 points they lost Um, Trey Young this year 461 points um, obviously lost in the conference finals and then of course Devin Booker 459 um, and uh, we don't know what's going to happen it sure seems like they will either sweep, win it in five, or, or more. Um, that's my prediction. I really you know, feel like they could sweep. Um, spoiler, tonight's referee is Scott Foster, and I'll get to more on that. You've already um, heard me talk about it in the, in the past about Scott Foster, so maybe it will go five or six. Um, Because he's uh, the official tonight, Um, and it's all about Scott Foster when he uh, is on. And we'll just leave that there. Um, The Suns finished with eight threes in the first quarter, the second most in a quarter in the final in Finals history. But the Bucks won the paint battle twenty to nothing, tied for the second best uh, difference in any playoff uh, quarter over the last twenty-five seasons. Um, Suns were hot. They were hot from distance, um, and I, and more of that to come uh, later in the show. Uh, the Bucks took a nine-point lead at the 5:05 mark in the first quarter, that uh, their largest lead the the series in the series to date. Um, that so that's the most they've had led in this whole series. I did not know that I, they hadn't led by much. Well. I've just said in game one, their their largest lead was three. So yeah, um, that makes sense. Wow, um, it was uh, all all the Suns the rest of the first half. Um, let's see, uh, at the 440 mark of the first quarter uh, to the end of the first half, uh, Bucks had. Um, 24 points. Suns had 44. Um, Bucks were 19 of 34 from the field. Uh, Suns were 18 of 35. Um, that's 26 and 51 percent, respectively, uh, from deep. Um, Bucks three of 14. The Suns seven of 16. Um, and uh, the 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 Suns had trailed trailed prior to that run. Um, Giannis has his 10th game this postseason with at least 30 points and 10 rebounds. He joins Shaquille O'Neal, Hakeem Olajuwon, Elgin Baylor, um, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the only players with 10 um, such games in a postseason. Um, That just goes to show, and that's great company there, um, but that just goes to show that Giannis... Is giving it all he's got, and it's not making a difference. It, uh, I mean, he, you know, I now go more into some detail as far as his the stats uh, from him and 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 their team as you know from from game two, in just a little bit, but that to me, you know, I've mentioned said it to some a couple of people, is, you know. Giannis going into game one, we didn't know how healthy he was, and and he played a good game in game two. He played a decent game as well. I mean, you kind of felt like everybody was saying, well, if Giannis plays, maybe it might make a difference. Um, He was out with the the knee uh, injury, the hyperextended knee, and fought hard to come back. And, you know, like I said, he's a gamer. But, you know, because it hasn't made – a difference. Um, it, uh, you know, that that was kind of their, their trump card, their their best shot, and, and so uh, it just, you know, it leads more into my confidence in Phoenix, in, in my opinion. Uh, More on Giannis. Giannis scored 20 points in the third quarter. That's the most in a finals quarter since Michael Jordan, who scored 22 in 1993. Um, Then that game was also uh, against the Suns. Devin Booker and Chris Paul have combined to score 113 points through the first two games of the finals. That's the most by starting backcourt in first two games of finals since uh starters were uh first tracked in 1971. um they are playing really well those two along with deandre and i and i'll go ahead and um i might come across a stat that will uh that i wanted to read a little bit later um but that kind of goes into what um heath had said earlier Uh, He showed me a text, and I asked him, I said, do you have any points that you wanted to make today? And and, uh, um, he said, uh, he sent me two things. One I'll read a little bit later, um, having to do uh, with uh, going into the game, uh, game three, and then this one. He said, "Uh, my biggest point from the uh, two games is that the Suns' big three is playing like a true big three and dominating, while the Bucks' big three is basically just one man, and that one man being Giannis. And for clarification, um, the big three he's talking about for both teams, for Phoenix, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton, Milwaukee, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis. Um, and uh, that, that that's kind of his takeaway, and that's kind of been – been my my thing too is is Giannis is giving it all he got Drew Holiday had a bet had a decent second game uh Chris Middleton not so much maybe a little bit better in game two than game one uh have to really look at it but um it hasn't made much of a uh difference um the Suns are the 36 team to take a 2-0 uh series lead in the finals only four teams have come back uh from uh two down are from 2-0 down in the finals um most recently the 2016 cavaliers versus the warriors um in 2016 it was the cavaliers versus the versus the warriors in 2006 the heat against the mavericks 1977 is the trailblazers against the 76ers And 1969, the Celtics and the Lakers. Um, uh, Four and 31 all-time series uh, win-loss after down 2-0. Let's see. Anything else? I'm not trying to see if there's anything else I wanted to read. That's kind of a talking kind of... Uh, talking about Game um, game 2 or you know some post-game stuff um, after, po- after Game 2 stats. Um, the Suns are 13-0 this postseason when uh, leading by double digits. Um, seven other teams in the last 25 years went 12-0 in such games in a single postseason, and all of them won the NBA title. The last two teams were the 2020 Lakers and the 2015 Warriors. That's that's pretty huge. Um, so based off of that, well, the Suns the Suns win the, the NBA title. Uh, if you want to go based off that, um, I'm not gonna say that, but you know it just kind of you know shows just how again, well, I've been talking about it at nauseum. The Suns team is legit, and they are making history, whether you know people wanted to see them or not. And let's see if there's anything else trying to get all my notes together. Give me a second if there's anything else that I wanted to read. Um, We'll go ahead and stop it there for for the uh, two stats, and we'll get back to the heading covering um, Game 3 here in just a second. Um, Previewing and not covering it. Uh, We'll cover it later. Um, so game two, 118 to, uh, 108, uh, Suns win, um, Giannis, 42 points, 15 of 22 from the field, 11 of 18, Booker, 31 points, uh, 12 of 25 from the field, uh, did not go to the line, um, at all, um, Giannis, 12 rebounds, uh, Eight defensive, four offensive. DeAndre Ayton, uh, 11 rebounds, seven defensive, four offensive. Chris Middleton, eight assists, two turnovers, 41 minutes. Um, Paul, Chris Paul, eight assists, six turnovers in 41 minutes. Starters for the Suns, Day Crowder, Mikkel Bridges, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker. Crowder, 37 minutes, um, four of eight from the field, three of five from deep, 10 rebounds, Three assists, 11 points. Macell Bridges, 38 minutes, eight of 15 from the field, three of nine from deep, seven rebounds, one assist, 27 points. Ayton with his 42 minutes, four of 10 um, from the uh, um, field, uh, 11 rebounds, four assists, um, four. I see, yeah, four assists, uh, 10 10 points. Uh, Chris Paul. Um, let, uh, 41, uh, point, 41 minutes, 10 of 20 from the field, three of five from deep, four rebounds, uh, eight assists, 23 points, Booker, 44 minutes, 12 of 25 from the field, seven of 12, um, from deep, five rebounds, six assists, 31 points. Um, no, no major contributors. Uh, Craig, Toy Craig had, uh, didn't play long, um with he uh, actually end up going out with a knee contusion um, his status hasn't quite been released yet um, probably pop on, on my phone in just a little while um, six points um, cam Johnson had eight campaign had two um, I read you the stats on DeAndre and just you know it didn't didn't seem like he had like the best game um, there was something that I uh, shared on Facebook that I wanted to read and it was just kind of and I, I might read it and ESPN sets and info might might have it but um, if they do you'll hear it twice but I thought it was so cool. Um, there was a, um, a um, wired segment in the game and uh, man I wish I totally wish I could find it and play it um i might try to find it after i read about it but it was monty williams to deandre Aiden. you could tell he was down um and this before his pep talk before um the monty williams said what he said to deandre Aiden, he was he had two points Three Rebounds one assist one steal one block after he ended up with 10 points 11 rebounds Four assists three steals and two blocks. So he had one more block two more steals uh, three more assists um, Seven let's see I guess that would be little let's see, six or seven more rebounds. I can't do quick math uh, He had uh, eight more points Um, after his uh, fourth quarter talking, too. Um, I want to see if I can find that and play it. I didn't think about it earlier. Um, Let's see. Uh, Let's see. here if here it is this is probably as best as I can get it um let's see here it is let's let's do this one after this gets synced up I'll be ready to, to do it all right here it is one. You, get
2: back you don't have your-
0: That was that was the clip. Monty Williams just—it's uh, hard to hear because the crowd was loud, and uh, all props to the crowd being so loud. But uh, during the wired session, he, he you know, Aiden, if you hadn't seen it, seen it, Aiton was looking down, and Monty Williams says, you know, was talking to him, and then he says, "Hey, look at me," and he, he shoots up and looks at him, and he says, "Hey, you—you you put." Uh, you, you you put a lot on yourself. Go go dominate the game. You know, basically saying, hey, doesn't have have to always be with stats. Go dominate the game with force. You, you know, you put a high level on yourself. Go do it. Go do it with force. And I, I just thought that was so uh, huge. And then of course, like I said, that that uh, what happened after, just the you know the game that he ended up with was was just so so huge. Um, but anyway, uh, for the Bucks, P.J. Tucker, Giannis, Chris Middleton, uh, Lopez, and Holiday, the starters, um, 35 minutes and 7 points for P.J. Tucker. Giannis with 40 minutes and 42 points. Um, Chris Middleton, 41 minutes, uh, 11 points. Uh, Lopez, 28 minutes and 8 points. And Holiday, 39 minutes, 17 points. Um, Pat Connaughton had a uh, great game, 34 minutes and 14 points. The only one to have double digits. Only um, three guys with double digits for the Bucks. Everybody for the Suns had uh, double digits. Um, and I want you know you like to think that Ayton might not would have had it. You know he ended up with double double digits because uh, and, and he got his eight you know eight of his 10 points in the fourth quarter. And it was a little bit later in the you know it was it was the beginning of the later in the fourth quarter. I would say, why it just call it mid fourth quarter? Um, you know, and that's not a lot of points, but it puts all the sun starters who, you know, most of the playoffs have been averaging double digits from all their starters in points, um, and, which is huge. Um, and I thought that was uh, that was a great moment, and uh, you know. Um, I guess you know again I know it's it's all, all off of preseason or preseason uh, regular season stuff but according to the to the league and and um, it, everybody except for you know the coaches uh, the fans and and in the media uh, Bonnie Williams is, is not the coach of the year right? I, I mean sounds like the coach of the year to me but um, I think the Suns have another great year this upcoming year. Um, I think he'll get coach of the year this time. And um, we might see the end of, you know, Suns, players, and personnel, you know, getting snubbed uh, after this, uh, regardless of the uh, outcome. And that's just my uh, takeaway Bucks, 42 of 93, that's 45.2%. Um, from three-point uh, land, 9 of uh, 31, that's 29%. At the line, 5 of 23, 65.2%. The suns, 43 of 88, 48.9%. Um, from uh, deep, 20 of 40, an easy 50% there. No uh, No hard math on that one. 12 of 14 at the line... Um, 85.7%. Um, Bucks had more rebounds with 46 to the Suns, 43. Of those were 18 and 28. 18 offensive and 28 defensive. 11 offensive and 32 defensive for the Suns. Um, Suns assisted 26 to the Bucks, 21. Um, steals go to the Bucks with 8 and 7 for the Suns. 7 blocks for the Bucks and 2 for the Suns um fewer turnovers for the bucks nine and 13 for the suns uh, only one point difference off of uh points off turnovers, 15 for the uh, bucks and 16 for the suns fast break points go to the bucks with 17 seven for the suns points in the paint 54 for the bucks and only 28 for the suns uh, 19 fouls for the suns 17 for the Um, Milwaukee Bucks no technicals, no flagrants by either team, the largest lead of the game was 9 and 15 for um, the uh, for the Suns Uh, their largest lead was 15 and uh, their largest lead in the 4th quarter was 13 so only a couple points off of that just how great they've been uh, great, great they've been playing and now on to uh Game three game three will be a um, little under two hours from now um, it's 509 on the um, in the central time zone um, and uh, uh, sun's up two oh be in Milwaukee to tonight um, and Scott Foster is going to be the official that's just kind of we'll I said it earlier, but this will be a part of the um, preview. And this is what uh, the other thing that Heath had said um, when I I sent him a message. I said, uh, well, Scott Foster's going to be the official for tonight. And he said, man, that ain't good for the Suns. My prediction, Bucks 104 to 98. I sure hope not, but, (laughs) uh, you know, as I said before, you know, Scott Foster – is undefeated against Chris Paul, led teams, um, or had been uh, previously. Um, and so it just doesn't do good. But the NBA Finals head to Milwaukee for game three with the Bucks looking to avoid a 3-0 deficit. No team in NBA history has overcome a 3-0 series deficit. They It um, is zero and 0-143, Big uh, big difference there. Um so it doesn't doesn't look too good what with Scott Foster maybe they have have hope it'll be uh, sons Suns against uh the Bucks and Scott Foster um but uh, anyway uh right now and because it, this is, it had changed earlier but um I guess because they're at home uh, I, uh right now the matchup predictor has uh Milwaukee, 55% to the Suns, 45% uh, chances of winning. Um, and uh, that is uh, it. Um, out for the guys that are out for the Suns, injury report, Darius Ar uh, he tore his ACL um, in, uh, was it game? Game one? Yeah, it was game one. I didn't mention that earlier. Um, sorry about that, but you're getting it right here. Game one, uh, ACL Terry's out for the remainder of the um, of the uh, season, remainder of the playoffs. And as far as Tory Craig goes, it popped up earlier. I'll try to read it real quick before I sign off. And that is his status I don't think ESPN has, has has it on there yet um but uh where is it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know it popped up uh yeah Tor will play in game 3 so there it is um so no, uh, no major injury report other than Darius Sarge. So that's huge. Um, seems to me that it was just a uh, – I, I, it looked like maybe it was a knee-to-knee contact. I didn't miss it, but that's what I heard on the Torrey Craig thing and that uh, uh, he, he hit the hit, hit the floor pretty hard. Um, thankfully, it didn't uh, do too much. So see how he plays on it, um, traveling in a plane – Long, long hours in a plane is the worst thing that can happen um but he I, he had some treatment before that travel and then i'm sure he's had it all all day uh, yesterday and and this morning as well any treatment he needed to get um but uh anyway uh tune in tonight for game three tune in a little bit later um hopefully we'll have uh, heath back for Um, Maybe game three and game four, depending on on what goes on, and we'll decide from there. Uh, This has been Merce Moments. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening, Um, and uh, thanks for the click. Thank you.